Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mulliken. I'm Mark Whip. And uh, this is the part of the recording session. We've just had our lunch. We talked about this before, how we've had different eras of the Double Dropkick Show. One era we were talking about lunch, as we were leaving lunch, we were talking about barbecue. And there was the Black Smokehouse era of the Double Dropkick Show. I think they've closed down. They have closed down, but then on their Facebook page... They were talking about another place, and I don't know if it's the same guy who was cooking, because he was like, I didn't know you could. He was like a trained mm-hmm. barbecue chef. Yeah. Okay. Their food was. It was great. It was fantastic. Yes, it was. Uh, they had that bacon, mm. macaroni, and cheese. Yeah. That's good. It's good. It was good. It was good. <laughs> um, now we're in the breakfast the uh breakfast for lunch brunch yeah we're in the uh waffles with cold syrup and yeah we're in a different era of the double drop <laughs> yeah we're in the two people eat for seven dollars yeah, era that's right we've closed the patron <laughs> we, <account> the, <laughs> once the patrons closed down the amount of barbecue and pizza consumed <laughs> the meal budget has been slashed yeah. dramatically mm-hmm. But uh, that could all change. That could all change. Um, I want to talk about someone posted on um, Facebook the other day a link to the very, uh, not the very first Saturday Night's Main Event, but one from uh, 1987 leading into WrestleMania three, mm-hmm. And it was, uh, they did a tribute to Roddy Piper. And it was to the, to the song My Way by Frank Sinatra. And what I want to talk about on this episode is, for me, my first exposure to WWF was Saturday Night's main event. Mm -hmm. And they used those so effectively to lead into at least the first four, maybe five, WrestleManias. Oh, without a doubt. So I want to talk about that and, and just see what your memories um are of those times um but you were prior to 1985 were you already watching wwf yeah a little bit i was watching it on uh i think prime time was coming on usa at the time because we did have cable and right i can remember watching um i, I want to say i watched the night that hogan beat the iron sheet mm-hmm. but that could just be that thing where you want to remember, you know, you, see, you right. know what I'm saying? And right. I, I feel like I've watched it, but I don't know. Cause I've seen it so many times over the years. Right. That, uh, it, my memory could be clouded on that. And I would have been eight or nine at the time. So I, I don't remember, but I definitely remember watching Hulk Hogan walk to the ring and, and have my, because I can remember him. They had a big fight feel because Hogan would be walking backstage. Yeah. And I was like, hey, that's what it looks backstage. That's what it yeah. looks like at these wrestling shows. I remember that specifically. I can remember Mr. T being with him. And those, I can remember uh, those iconic Madison Square Garden yeah. coming up the corridor right. shots were so good. Yeah. And I, I remember watching that stuff, but it would have definitely been Saturday night's main event that 
kicked it off, making me a big fan of WWF. I remember hearing about Hulk Hogan, um, reading about him in the wrestling magazines. And I remember I would I would be walking by they had some videotapes in the old Bilo in Pendleton. <laughs> yeah. And um, I just remember seeing it was a like it was like a it was a red box before red box existed, if I'm not mistaken. Like you would get they would have to open the thing up and pull the tape out for you. Yeah, it well it was like it was on um was it on like a thing you kind of twirled around? I think so. I mean, it was like a, yeah, you kind of looked at them, but the movies were like locked up behind Yeah, it. you I had to somebody... get the box and then they'd give you the movie. Mm-hmm. And I just remember seeing Hulk Hogan and Mr. T yeah, on one of them together. 100%. I remember that too. And I'm like, what is that? Mm-hmm. What in the world? And when Saturday Night's main event first came on, May of 1985, it was the, it was the, the WrestleMania one fallout. And so I remember uh, that's when Roddy Piper and, and Bob Orton turned on Paul Orndorff and, or, and, and Hogan wrestled Orndorff for the title. And I think there was uh, there was something else, but I just remember um, the thing with Piper and Orndorff and Orndorff, Orndorff, turning baby face. And uh, that just being, wow, what in the world? There was one really early on, I think, where Hogan and Terry Funk wrestled. And I, like, I probably didn't appreciate that at the time. You know Holy what I mean? Like, I wouldn't have appreciated it, but I have since gone back and watched it. I remember that match. And this, you're going to say, when I say this, you're going to be like, oh, that's so Heath. Because Hogan had on blue tights. <laughs> and that yeah, was that surprise. was before he was going all in with the red and the yellow a full time. Yeah. Um, but pretty much every Saturday night's main event was Hogan wrestling somebody and a tag team match in a vignette. But they, um, I think that first one, that first Saturday night's main event they did, I think they did a video to the going gets tough. And then they just did. That's so eighties. They when the going gets tough. But they just did. You know, the tough get going. <laughs> but um, Billy, o- there's not enough Billy Ocean in this world. No, care back way. Yeah. Hey, you get into my car. <laughs> <laughs> See you. <laughs> no, that was Lionel. That was Lionel Richie. Um. But they did a great, like, when you think back to how much of the country did not have cable, did not have access to WWF, they used that so well. And let me tell you, as a kid. <laughs> tell me. You, you know, this is um, 85, and, and all you've been exposed to is Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling. And you go from watching that uh-huh. to Saturday Night's Main Event, you're like, huh. Something different about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they definitely had the, the lighting and the ring and everything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was, uh, as they say, a step above. Oh, yes. Production-wise. Yes, yes. And... 
they just pre- it was a totally different presentation. Um, and then these were wrestlers. I'd only been watching wrestling a year or two. Uh-huh. These are all people I had no idea. I had no idea. Here's Bob Orton who you know, tried to end Ric Flair's career, and here's Roddy Piper who the dog collar match, yeah. and had no idea of any of that. Um, and then I remember um, leading into WrestleMania two, uh, they did the injury angle where King Kong Bundy just squashed Hogan in the corner. Yeah. And kept squashing him, and that's and they set up WrestleMania two, and then I think it was uh, Mr. T and Bob Orton did a boxing match on on Saturday Night's main event, and that led to Mr. T and Roddy Piper. They the Saturday Night's main event is where I was introduced to the British Bulldogs. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're like, what in the world? See, when you talk about Saturday Night's main event, as much as obviously the highlight would be the the Mega Powers, right? right. I mean, that would be the height of. Everything from, I guess, the twin referees all the yeah. way up through. But the other thing that I enjoyed about it at the time was the, the tag teams. Yes. They had the best tag team division probably. And I'm sure that you could argue that they, right. were, they were better. But when Arn and Tully had come through at, at one point, right. man, and uh, Martel and um, Martel and Santana even. I joke around about them a lot. But Demolition, the Heart Killer Foundation. Killer Bees. The Rockers, the Rougeos, the British Bulldogs, the Killer Bees. Powers of Pain. Powers of Pain. Heart Foundation. Did well, you, you probably, I said Heart Foundation. Um, yeah. You, you always knew that there was going to be a great, especially when Arn and Tully were there. And you had the Heart Foundation, Arn and Tully, and the Rockers. And even Demolition were a better working team right. than, than other teams that, of that genre yeah right of that whatever you might want to call it they were a better working team yeah um had some great dude just the head shrinkers i mean yeah. so many so many good tag teams come through at that time man. and that's what i stands out for me is i love going back and watching those tag matches uh i remember the kind of one of the iconic pictures and really they didn't think this through was that survivor series tag team match Mm-hmm. Where there's just guys all around the ring apron, you can't really see what's happening. That's right. That's right. Um, I rem- Okay, so then we get WrestleMania two, and then you want you had to watch Wrestle, you had to watch Saturday Night's main event to find out what happened uh-huh. at WrestleMania. Yeah, and they would show clips, and um, I remember the clip of the the tag team title change when the British Bulldogs finally won, and like Dynamite Kid could like barely kind of i can't remember what happened it was just like a funky finish to that match yeah um you know you talk about just kind of the era of tag teams you had all these tag teams with with gimmicks and then the champions for a while was greg valentine and bruce beefcake yeah that's the, right. dream the dream team, team. Mm-hmm. um leading into wrestlemania three so through saturday night's main event we saw Paul Orndorff turned babyface, and then we saw just the vicious turn on him and and Hogan. I love how you tell the story about the phone call, and uh, when when he was trying to call Hulk or something, and yeah. trying to help him, and uh, smartness up, 
Can, you tell me what I said. I don't remember what I said. Are you the way you tell? I mean, it was. I probably it, just watched it. and Right. And, but I haven't watched that since then. But he called him and like. Hogan it hurt didn't his answer. feelings because Hogan didn't answer the phone. Yeah, Hogan didn't answer the phone, and and he needed uh, Hulk. He's like, man, I'm trying to be your friend here. I, and Hulk was like, man, I was in the weight room. You know how important that is. Yeah, <laughs> I have to yeah. be in the weight room. Uh, and then Order, you know, Order have turned on him, and and a lot of people don't know I, they did the cage match mm-hmm. where you know the slow mo instant replay ten thousand times, and as yeah. much as the Hogan fan I was, I was like. Yeah, it's kind of close. Yeah, cutting it close there, Hulkster. Um, and then Jesse Ventura, just such a yeah. That was kind of that iconic at that moment. Ventura and uh, and Monsoon were great. Yeah. You know. Um. But then a lot, you know, they had Orndorff ready to main event WrestleMania three. Which Orndorff, I don't even think he had a match at WrestleMania three. But because they were holding him off in case Andre couldn't go. Yeah. Um, and I missed, because I didn't have cable, I missed that Piper's Pit where Andre right. challenged him. Yeah. And then the other day I saw the press conference. Oh, oh, oh you sigh. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. You know, oh, just, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you didn't give this man. You didn't offer him a title shot. You're not a friend to this That's man. Right. Um, Brother, if you'd have wanted a title shot, all you had to do was ask. Right, <laughs> right. Um, that was, I mean, some of the things in wrestling, and I know we've talked about this before, but it's so good. Some of the best images and moments in wrestling are so unplanned when he ripped the cross and the shirt uh-huh. and he just cuts him a little bit. He cuts bit. him with his fingernail or he cuts him with the chain one. Yeah. Just such a, I mean, it just added a whole nother mm-hmm. yeah, it made layer. It real. Yes. It made it real. I still think that's real. I'm still like, y'all were friends. Why you want to do that, Andre? Right. And I think the thing and I don't think we've ever talked about this. What did it mean that it's not just Andre out there challenging him? He's with Bobby the Brain Heenan, his yeah, arch nemesis. The, the, the Brain put it in Andre's head that Hogan wasn't his friend anymore. Like that was this, this great underlying story of the whole thing that it was Bobby Heenan to get to Hulk Hogan turned his best friend against him. You know? Yeah. It was, well done. And then Andre, even though, I mean, his health was getting bad, and and uh, he had a pretty good run there yeah, as a yeah. heel. Uh-huh. As a heel, there's a, oh, the meme of him begging off from the snake. That's the <laughs> best. Yeah. Um, so the cage match leading into WrestleMania three, and then the big rematch. Which was actually this is how big Saturday Night's main event was. I remember as a kid, I wasn't into Saturday Night Live then, but when I would get the dates mixed up, and I would wait up, and I would, and the rule was if you stay up to watch this, you got you still got to go to church. That was the rule at the Mulligan House. Uh-huh, I could see that. And eleven thirty, you know, I'd be watching the news go off, and Saturday Night Live would come on, and I would be so disappointed. I'd be like, yeah. Oh. 
Oh, man. Not these people again. I would always, I'm like you, I would always hope for a Saturday night's main event, even because sometimes it would happen and you would miss that it was going to happen. You know right, I mean? right. Um, but Saturday night's main event got so big that they did the main event leading into WrestleMania 4. That was on Friday night. Yeah. I mean, that's Friday night in prime time on NBC. That's. And that's when network television was a pretty big deal. Yeah. Um, and I, re- I remember we were having a lock-in at church, and we I brought in a little TV, and I remember one of my buddies, his dad was there, and there was a tr- montage of Hogan training, lifting weights, you know. And my buddy's dad was like, you know, I used to be a weightlifter. All that's just going to be flat if he doesn't keep it up. You know, he's on all those steroids. Like, yeah, there's always a fat guy telling you about the. Well, guy he that's wasn't on fat. TV. He was <laughs> no, he he wasn't fat. Like uh, Mr. Harry could have. He would have. I wouldn't mess with Mr. Harry. Yeah. And. Uh, but. Uh, he wasn't the father of your pretend wrestling um, um, partner, was he? When you were going over to the guy's house and still having wrestling matches when you were 15 or 16 <laughs> years old. And he wasn't that guy's dad, was he? No, I never wrestled at that guy's house. That was another friend from Anderson. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. No, that was a different guy. Okay. I did have a friend in Anderson, and we were we actually were a different team. We were not the Radical Rockers. We were the Rockin' Rebels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's right. that team was not nearly as successful as the Radical Rockers. Well, it was, it's hard when you're still doing it in secret. <laughs> you, know, you don't want anybody to know about it because you were, you know, way too well, old. Well, what, those matches moved to the pool. He oh. had a pool. And, uh, it's a, you know how they say it's a different ring between NWA. Uh. And, uh, it's a different ring between the Mulligan basement and the pool. Yeah. It's just not the same. Yeah, I got you. It's not the same. It probably was easier to take bumps in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did, definitely saved a lot of on my bump yeah, card. pool bumping ain't near as bad as <laughs> floor bumping. Pool bumping ain't nearly as hard as power bombs on a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, if if somebody had gone back to 13, 14-year-old Mark and says, you know what, Mark, you got one shot. You got one shot. To give Heath a good bump. And I'm telling you, you got your money's worth. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Greatest power bomb ever. Uh, but you got the main <laughs> event. We're so lucky nobody ever got hurt. Man. Holy Toledo. You think about that. All this, you know. We were good, though. We were skilled. Well, we knew what we were doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? We were, we were safe workers. <laughs> you know. I will say this. Uh, so Brad and I uh, – Obviously, when we were tag team, we would pretend, you know. But when we would challenge each other, we'd really, as real as you can wrestle, we'd wrestle. Yeah. And, dude, he got me. He got me in some kind of leg lock. And, dude, I I mean, it hurt. I'm sure. It hurt. And uh, that was before you tapping out. I had to physically say, I, quit. I, I give. I You're give. You're a better man than me, Brad he, Finley. He had me in such a hold. His grandmother came out and said, what are you doing? That's your friend. <laughs> Y'all are supposed to be friends. Um, but, uh, that was yeah. said to me one time. 
I th- we're supposed to be friends. <laughs> said that? I'll never forget Tracy Sanders. Oh. <laughs> we were playing football or something, and I think I tackled him too hard. How do you tackle somebody too hard? I think if I don't, if I'm not mistaken, I couldn't quite get to him, mm-hmm. so I chopped him. Across the chest, oh, like an open hand chop. Oh, and I think it, I think it, and, I, and it should have probably ticked him off. You know, yeah. it was a dumb thing. I wasn't thinking that it was going to hurt him. You know, right, you just, right. You just do it. And I mean, but he was like, "Man, we're, we're supposed to be friends out here, man." I was like, "Oh my bad, I'm sorry." Man. I remember. Were you with us when we played football in Carrie's backyard? And it was it was raining. I don't. Know. That was good, man. I mean, there were so many times we got together and play. I don't remember. Yeah, I remember. Tom Martin was a good. He was the one you wanted to pick first. Yeah, because if he could catch you, he'd tackle you. And then if you, he was a big part of the running game. Yeah, because you couldn't bring him down. Couldn't bring him down. Yeah, Tom Martin. Where are they now? I mean, seriously, you wonder about that. I'm friends with him on Facebook. I don't think he lives around. He's still farming, but I don't think he lives around here anymore. Good old Tom. I saw Alan at um, maybe Lowe's a month or two ago, but I didn't get to talk to him. He was like, you know how sometimes you see somebody, but they're on one end of the store and you're on the other, and you're like, well, I'm sure I'll pass him. Right. Clearly, he's coming this way. I'm going that way. but. But no, I never saw him again, so I didn't get to talk to him. And you don't, in that moment, you don't be like, all right, I'm going to go talk to them right now, just in case. You no, don't I seek them out. I just assume that I'll run into oh, gotcha. them, and I, and I don't think, let me go talk to them at this very moment. I need to go down there. No, I don't. Yeah. You don't think, you know. I need to go bless them. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> let me go be a blessing to them right quick. Um, But that's the night of the famous... Um, I think Randy Savage defended the Intercontinental title, maybe. Or no, he was in some sort of match. And then uh, Hogan wrestled Andre. Uh-huh. And that's the famous Dave and Earl, Her- Earl Hebner and the fast count. Uh-huh. And, and uh, just an iconic moment in wrestling. Yeah. I gotta tell you, even at the moment, I thought it was kind of hokey. You're all right. I was kind of like, "What is going you on know, here?" Like I, even then, I was like, "I was a kid, and I was still going, come on now.'" Right. I can accept a lot of things, but was that before? I, I can't remember the timeline. Was that before or after they had they had uh, Hogan and Savage had come together? No, I think it would have been before. Okay, I think it would have been before because this is what. Well, maybe not, because that would have been what led to um, that led to the that tournament led to WrestleMania four. So yeah, right. it may have been it would have been after that. Maybe it was right. this. Maybe that they had the Saturday nights because I'm pretty sure it was Savage and Honky Tonk Man that's on prob- Saturday night's main event. That's probably right. That would have been when Honky Tonk beat Savage to put the Intercontinental title on him. Maybe that night. I don't remember because I don't think there was a title change. I can't, I can't remember. I, I remember that they, they did Honky Tonk Man got the wind up with the belt because he had it for a long right. time. But I, I don't remember how. I remember. If I knew what we were going to talk about, I could research something. I'm sorry. Well, that that's, listen, people, listen, they can, if they want to get the facts, they can tune into other podcasts. That's right. This that have 20 guys. pages of notes. 
and get everything. Listen, we want this podcast to. We want you to leave, listen to this podcast and then go look up stuff and fall back in love with wrestling. Right. Like, we don't want to give you all the answers. Yeah, it kind of makes me want to go back and watch all this stuff. No, I've already told, like, I want to go back and watch the WCW. I want to go back and watch all the Saturday Night's main events. Um, But let me, okay, so let's talk about this because I, I look, you know, people always say, boy, that WrestleMania Four tournament, boy, what a terrible, it's always ranked as one of the worst WrestleManias. So my question to Mark Whitman is okay. It's early 19. That's 88. So, you know, you want to get the title on Savage right now. It's on Hogan. What's a better way than that convoluted tournament? That's a good question. I I mean, I don't think it would have hurt Hulk Hogan to lose to Andre the Giant. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Oh, goodness. There's, there'll be another one. If, if this is like any other time in my life, there's probably... I always one. sneeze in threes. Oh, I... Was... Here he comes. <coughs> there it is. I, I'll sneeze in like 20s. In case you didn't know, on the first episode of today's recording session, Mark informed us he'd been doing a little spring cleaning. Yeah. And then he'd, uh, you you, uh, can go ahead and go get you a paper towel and I'll entertain that (laughs) son of a gun. Holy Toledo. I hadn't seen that much snot since Bill Murray got slimed. You don't see any snot on that. Is it glistening? I think not. I think you got a different angle than me. Anyway, uh, it wouldn't have hurt Hulk to lose to Andre. Yeah, then, then how do you get it from Andre to Savage? Yeah, that's a that's a bigger problem. But I don't know. Maybe if you want to make Savage a real threat to Hogan, you have him beat Andre. Hmm. I mean, at that point, Andre had already lost. Yeah, he'd already lost to Hulk. So yeah, he could have beat Hulk. And then lost to Savage. But do you think, I don't know that Savage versus Andre is as big a main event. It's obviously not as big a main event as WrestleMania 3. So would you have done that WrestleMania or somewhere else? I think you could probably do it. Well, I mean, obviously you had WrestleMania 4. You had to do something, you know. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I think it would. I think. Andre give the title to DiBiase, and you you end up where you where you ended up, and that's DiBiase versus Savage. That's a great match. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a good one. And then who would have thought? And if you go back, I mean, there's probably documentaries on this, and you you've walked us through it. You have that moment at the end of WrestleMania four. Hogan's come in. He's helped Savage win, and then there's this moment with him and Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. You enlist in your eyes. <laughs> Love me like a brother. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then if I'm being honest, like I don't. I mean, I don't remember a lot of the Saturday Night Lives. Not Saturday Night Lives. I mean Saturday Night's main event. Um, I guess you had the Twin Towers versus the Mega Powers. Um. 
and that's you know the mega powers explode and that led to, to wrestlemania 5 and that's the one wrestlemania 5 i got my parents permission called the number <laughs> need to found out who won and then after that like i don't i know they were still doing saturday night's main event but i think what they did to lead up to wrestlemania 6 was the royal rumble they started using that yeah. As a vehicle, uh-huh. um, you know those early years of WrestleMania. That really was the only pay per view. Yeah, they had really Saturday Night's main event was like its own little pay per view. Yeah, it was. Um, it, are there any? As you think back, I mean, obviously we've hit some of the 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 higher points of Saturday Night's main event. But were, are there any other like? Matches or moments that stand out to you as you think about watching that as a kid? No, I think those are the main ones. To be honest with you, I don't. Jake Roberts and Ricky Steamboat oh, had, a good, yeah. had a good feud that went went on on Saturday night's main event where he, he um, dropped him on his head or dropped Steamboat on his head. That was a good one. That was, that was a good feud. Rick Rude and um, Jake Roberts. Yeah. Did some oh, stuff, yeah. You know. Where he had his wife's picture yeah. on his t- trunks. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was good. Uh, you know, they was it the genius and uh, Mr. Perfect smashed up that, that the world title. That's when they introduced a new championship. Okay, now I don't remember that one. Mm-hmm. That was good. Whose belt was that? It was Hogan's belt. Uh-huh. They stole it, smashed it with a hammer. That's what wound up being the hardcore title. If I'm not mistaken, oh, they okay. used that belt to make the hardcore title. Was that when they? What belt did they make? I think it would have been when that's when the um, they just got the new winged eagle, maybe. The okay, one that, the one that Bret Hart wound up. Can I think it was, that's the belt that they got after they smashed that one up? Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's right. They they moved to Fox. <clears throat> at one time, and there was a really good uh, Shawn Michaels, Davy Boy Smith match. See, that was way after I quit watching. Mm-hmm. There's this whole era of wrestling that I just missed. Because mm-hmm. I was out there on the road. I was out there having my own career. You were, man. You were out being this corporate cowboy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. If you will. He was out running them streets, you know, <laughs> clocking a grip, pimping hose and clocking a grip like your name was Dolomite. I don't know if I was on that level, <laughs> but uh, I was certainly, certainly out there. Um, I, You know, it's something that if you think about, there's so much wrestling on TV now. And... You got three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown. You got Dynamite. You got Rampage. And now they're, I guess AEW is getting another hour on Saturdays. I don't know. And they're gonna they're starting up Ring of Honor again. Um, too much, man. I can't watch all. No, I can't watch it all. And but I feel like back in the day, you knew that once a quarter, you were gonna get Saturday Night's main event. Mm-hmm. And it was like it was like there's no. Even with the pay-per-views, there's no, like, appointment wrestling television. Not anymore. Not anymore. Because everything's on demand now, man. You can watch anything when just whenever you get ready to watch it. So. 
So as we lead into this WrestleMania season and everything is on demand, uh huh. What's the WrestleMania you're firing up? I'm still in the middle of watching six. Okay. So. Yeah, I usually don't necessarily watch a particular WrestleMania. I watch if I'm going to get hyped up, I just watch different matches. Right. You know. Austin and, and Hart from 13. And you know, we need to go back because in our early episodes, we were taking people from the first some so many WrestleManias and yeah. making our own cards. We need to do that with the ones of the past nine years or eight, yeah. ever how long we've been doing this, um, and do and renew that. And uh, Yeah, but all those people faced each other. That's very true. There wasn't, it wasn't like you had a Ric Flair jump over, perform at one WrestleMania, and then jump back. Oh, right. Everybody was there. And I mean, John Cena and Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton and Edge. Well, and we, everybody's already faced each we other. We haven't gotten a good John Cena, Randy Orton match. Yeah, that's one thing they need. They didn't do it. They never did the same. They no never, way. you know, I would say, I mean, Cena said it himself. That's the one thing missing from his career is a good yeah. feud with Randy Orton. There was one missed opportunity. It was Cena and Orton. Yeah, just totally, totally missed it. And, uh, yeah, not sure. <laughs> Hopefully you can hear the sarcasm in, <laughs> in my voice. Um, Just say that thing that says, you know, some, sometimes you realize you're so sarcastic people think you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen that. Um, I, even the other night I, uh, fired up Hogan versus the rock. And, uh, I guess yeah, there was a, a I guess there was a podcast this week where they were talking about Hogan got up that morning and didn't want to, didn't want to do the job. And it seems like that happened a lot. Yeah, probably, probably. He didn't have a choice that night. Though. Right. That's one difference between WWE and WCW. Yeah. He didn't have that creative control. Right. Um, yeah, was it? I was watching the thing about Starcade and Kevin Nash was like, you can't give creative control to a wrestler? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> That's crazy. That's suicide. Yeah. Um, I like Nash's podcast. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's good. I haven't been listening to that. I need to check that out. <clears throat> it's pretty good because he's uh, – I really, I, he strikes me as a guy that I'm sure, I know he's telling his version of things. Right. But, but I think he's one of those dudes that's got all the money he's ever going to be able to spend. I think he's taking care of his money. Yeah. He's happy with the career that he had. He He's happy with the position that he holds in the industry today. Right. Uh, he's got a nice little Hollywood career doing character stuff. Yeah. And I don't think he's got a lot of axes to grind. Right. So he just, I really think he's out there just giving his honest opinion about things. Because even when people like talk about some of the bad parts of wrestling, you don't, you don't hear people in the business bad mouthing Kevin Nash. No, as a matter of fact, everybody pretty much says when he wasn't around those other Nimrods, he's a pretty good guy. Yeah. 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 And I mean, and how much of that was, um, I mean, everybody knows uh, Scott Halls and, and then even Shawn Michaels' drug use to, to a lot of extent. I, and how much of it was um, was that? Yeah. Um, 
That's hard, man. It's, it's been a year since Scott Hall passed away, man. It's hard to believe that mm-hmm. that much time is. Uh, time flies, boy. Yeah, it does. It waits for no person. No, that it don't. Um, is there a particular WrestleMania match you're looking forward to this year? No, uh, Cody and Roman. I mean, I I'm curious to see what it's like when Roman actually gets beat, and if they if they beat him and how they do it. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't I couldn't care less about a Logan Paul match. Uh, Who's he supposed to wrestle? I think he's doing something with either Seth Rollins or The Miz. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't really watch Miz stuff either. So, um, but yeah, I'm just not a not a Logan Paul fan. Somebody, somebody said you should try these primes, and I said no, I don't think I will. Why not? And, and I used that famous uh, Tommy Lee Jones line because I cannot sanction buffoonery. <laughs> Well, as someone who uh, dabbles in buffoonery, the primes are pretty good. You know, sorry about that. This man once said sewer rat may taste like pumpkin pie, but I'll never know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think think this to me, if this is the Triple H – Booking era. If we're really in that, this could be how they do that, how they book that match. I think the lead up has been phenomenal. The stuff with Sami Zayn and, and Kevin Owens and all that—it's been great, been good. It's been a good idea to keep the three of them together. Yeah, the three of them going on TV, being in the ring together, being in segments. Cody trying to make peace between them and say, "Look, the three of us can stand together against these guys." Right. Smart move, as opposed to just acting one of them acting like the other don't exist, right? And hoping that people don't get mad at Cody. It's a great they've handled it well, and you know they haven't done ten six man tags. No. Uh, so I mean that's the thing. When was the last time? When was the last time we had a WrestleMania main event where those two guys had not? Had a singles match before ever. Had it been a while. Hogan Warrior, they had not wrestled. Yeah. Um. Hmm. It's a good question. That's why I asked it. Because even before they would have had them wrestle each other ten times <laughs> leading up to it. Right. Right. smart to keep them away from I'm sure they'll have a little pull apart here in the next week or two. It's about time for them to get physical with each other one time. When is WrestleMania? Is that in two weeks? I don't know. It's April so. 1st and 2nd? I think it is in two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I may have to like watch a little Raw, watch a little SmackDown. The and- great thing about WWE, mm-hmm. you mentioned this earlier, you talked about the films that they make. And, and I, we've always, I think they're on par with NFL fans. Yes. Where you you don't have to watch all that stuff, right? I can tune in the the night of WrestleMania, and every single match is going to have a five minute package to get me caught up to speed on everything that's happened. Yeah, I think that's what WWE does better than AEW. Anybody, whoever WCW back in the day, they've always done a good job of getting you up to speed on what's happening. That it's. 
they they treat you. They I think they understand WrestleMania brings new eyes to the product. Yep. And there are people who will watch WrestleMania that haven't watched anything else, and so they do. They kind of give you the backstory. Yeah. And it's great. They do it with every big show they do. They show you a package. They'll do it on Raw. Right. If you tune in the third hour Raw, they'll put a package together for something to happen during the first hour to explain why these two guys are having a main event match. Right. They do a great job of that. Right. Um, Sometimes to their own detriment, they do a good job of that. Right. Ten minutes ago. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Here's what happened right before the break, folks. I mean, yeah. they, I've seen that, where they yeah. come back from commercial break and do a five-minute recap of what just happened before <laughs> they went to commercial. Oh, that's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Uh, so, it is WrestleMania season. I don't know. I don't know that we're going to be together again before WrestleMania. You, you're going to be... Yeah, I'll be working next weekend. and You'll be on a little trip. and um, Yeah. No, I'll be back. Will you? For WrestleMania weekend? Yeah, I'm coming home that Thursday. Oh, so what? Are, how how are we gonna work that weekend? What did you? Well, gonna... I have to work Monday morning, so I don't know that I'll be able to stay out late Sunday. But you can stay out late Saturday. Yeah, we can watch that first. We can watch night one. Maybe. You know. Rita Ripley and Charlotte Flair headlining yeah. night one. Yeah. Which I I'm good with that. That should be. Yeah, that's going to be a great match. I'm looking forward to that one. That I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that match. I like both of them. Who doggy? Mm-hmm. We might. Have, yeah, we got the big 75 inch TV here at the new recording place. We we'll have to find us some wings or some ribs or something. Yeah. You want to watch it here? We can watch it here. We can watch it at the Mulligan household. That TV's not as big. Right, here's fine. I don't. Uh, the lights will be out by that point behind us. And yeah, there won't be a glare. It'll be nice, man. Oh, it'll be nice. I, but I'll probably have some people wanting to come watch with us. I, but I'm not going to tell them. I'm going to tell them. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> We've already announced it on the podcast. They don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, it's WrestleMania season. It's a good time to be a wrestling fan. And then the always one of the best things about WrestleMania season, the Raw after WrestleMania, That's which right. doesn't get hijacked anymore. That's right. Yep. I miss those days. I do too. When they just It were, was fun to tune in to see what was going to See what was going to happen and what cheer they were going to do. And we haven't heard a good CM Punk chant in three years. Yeah, ever since he actually came back and then left again. <laughs> Talk about, boy, he gets it. You can't miss me if we don't go (laughs) away. That's right. He'll make you miss him, boy. (laughs) Well, we hope you're enjoying this WrestleMania season. We encourage you to go back and catch up on all the Saturday night's main event from 1985 to the present day. Nothing gets you ready for WrestleMania season better than that. And uh, also watch uh, some great Muda stuff. So thanks for listening to this episode of the Double Dropkick Show. And for the Double Dropkick Show, I'm Heath Mulliken. And I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.